Welcome to Archery Talk 101 podcast, your guide to better archery skills. We'll bring you the latest tips, tricks, and expert advice, but that's not all. We'll also have interviews with top archers and industry professionals and reviews of the latest gear and equipment and much more. Hey, what do you do when you want to make your bow unique to yourself? Hi, my name is Roy Cantore. We're going to be your host today on Arch Talk 101, and I'm going to give you some ideas on how you can customize your bow to make it kind of unique to yourself. Uh, before we do that, I want to let everybody know how you can get a hold of uh, uh, me and, and listen to the channel. Uh, the podcast comes out every Monday and Friday mornings. And you can listen to that on Spotify and any of the places that you listen to your podcast. You can also listen to it on Audible. You can go out to Audible and look for Archer Talk 101, and you can get it that way. If you'd like to watch the videos, we have those available too. You can see those on my YouTube channel, Learn to Fix It Yourself. I go out there and we have all kinds of things in there, not just archery, but all kinds of different things in there. And you can watch the videos there. Uh, you can also go out to archtalk101.com. Uh, we have the videos posted out there as well. And then probably one of the better places to go, um, if you want other archery information, is to join the Arch Talk 101 Facebook group. And there we have all kinds of people in there from all over the world with all kinds of knowledge and experiences, anywhere from the very beginner to the person that's been shooting for 50, 60 years and uh, Olympic archers and professional and semi-pros. Uh, we have instructors. We have all kinds of people in there that can help you with whatever your problem is. We're there to help you for it. So let me get into some customizing. Now, when I was going to a lot of uh, uh, archery events, the 3D events, everybody had a lot of similar bow cases. So you grab one of the old Plano bow cases, they all look the same, no difference in them. Well, I can definitely tell mine because I put a whole bunch of stickers on it. You know, I cleaned off and, and put different stickers, different things on there. Uh, so I have a unique setup with that. Um, I had a friend of mine, he actually took and uh, it's on plastic and you can prime it with uh, like a Krylon Fusion and there's a there's actually a deer scene in there and you can you know mask it off and paint it and you know have the the scene painted uh, that makes it unique uh, to you. So starting with the bow case, you know how do you keep your bow case so it doesn't look like everybody else's? Well, that's a couple of ways you can do it. And you know that now that once you open your bow case up, well, let's look at uh, some of the the easy ones here. Your arrows. Um, now a lot of your arrows are all look the same, especially if you just go to the you know, the store and buy them, uh, they're going to be the same arrows. You, you get down there and you shoot them and it's like, okay, so you and the other guy that's shooting at the same target are shooting the same arrows. How do you know which one's yours? Uh, but there's a couple ways, you know, get yourself a fletching jig and uh, pick the colors you want. You know, the style of veins and feathers. Um, I use feathers personally, but uh, veins or feathers, whichever you want to use and pick your own color scheme. Uh, the other thing you can do is a lot of your um, traditional archers, they're going to put cresting on it. They're going to paint a pattern uh, on, on there. So you'll spin your arrow and you'll you'll take a, a paint or whatever, and you're going to put a little stripe, uh, of, you know, different color stripes. You know, maybe you you want, um, you know, crimson and, and cream or, or, or something, you know, you want... You want your school colors or you want your favorite colors or you want a pattern that you like. That's one way you can do it. 
Uh, the other way is they have wraps that you can put on them. You know, I think they're about 12 inches long. And before you fletch them, you put them down, you know, on the mouse pad is the best way to get them started and just roll them across there. And now you have this colored wrap on there and some have patterns on them. Well, a lot of those are patterns, you know, everybody can get the same patterns. So one of the things you can do is what I do on mine is I have a reflective one. I put on my hunting arrows. I don't really bother too much with the target arrows because there's not many shooting feathers. Uh, so I don't have to worry about that too much. But, uh, uh, you know, take where your fletching stops and go just above that and put on a wrap. Uh, now, you could also use different kinds of wraps on there. You could cut those as well and get those wrapped like that, you know, however fancy you want it to be, um, you know. And then on the hunting arrows, that way when I refletch them, you know, as hunting arrows get, the fletching gets messed up a little bit easier on them. You, uh, you shoot a deer, they get bloody, you just cut them off and, and put on new ones. And I don't like cutting through the, flet, the, the wrap, so I wrap in front of it. Um, you know, that, that's, that's something you can do. Um, you know, you can get different kind of knocks. Sometimes you can get different color knocks to put replace them. You know, make it something custom on, on your own. Um, now then you can get onto your bow. And um, the most expensive way would actually take your bow apart and have the riser dipped to be something different. Uh, there's all kinds of different patterns. You can dip them with whatever you want. You can pull them off and uh, some of the places that, that will dip them make and dip your riser to be whatever pattern you choose that, you know, they have available. That's kind of the most expensive way to go because uh, it does require taking your bow apart and sending, uh, you know, the riser in uh, to get redipped. Um, you know, the camel patterns, especially how they're put on anyway, is dipping them. Uh, so you could go ahead and have them redone. Um, I know many years ago, uh, PSA offered some idler wheels. That's when the single cams, uh, the top idler wheel, they had, you know, one had like deer skulls in it and stuff like that. Uh, that's another very expensive win. I don't know if they do those anymore or not, but you know that's something I've seen in the past. Um, then the other thing you can do is go into, you know, how you set your bow up. You know, some of the accessories you put on it. You know, those can be unique to your setup. Uh, you can decorate them however you want. You just got to make sure what you put on. You put something on the limbs that it's something that is going to be compatible with the limbs. Um, probably the most a uh, unique way of doing it is strings. What color strings you want? Because you can have one color string, two color string. You can do three color string. You probably could do four. I don't know what it's made for. I've made three color strings, uh, but not not four. It's just there's lots of lots of knots, lots of tying stuff in together. Um, and then you can the way you make your string, you can make it unique. Uh, most of your strings, your commercial strings, they're all, um, you know, they're a lot of them are two color and they're, they're twisted. Two colors are twisted. And they just kind of spiral around in there. Well, you know what? There's another way of doing your strings. I have done it uh, before in what I call braiding, which is a little bit different. Um, and I've got a video I just recorded on how to do that. Now, that's kind of unique. Uh, the string will form V's as you go up and, and what you do is you take and you get your two colors and then you, of course you're going to stir around the, and hold it to come together there and then you're going to pass one one color strand inside of the other just keep looping them around spinning around so what you do is you, you end up twisting the, the each half of the string 
So you got, you know, your, your right side and your left side as you're looking at it in with the back of it, and you're actually twisting each side. So now when you pull them together, the, the colors form little Vs. And then you can also twist those as well. And, you know, all this extra braiding and twisting and stuff, you know, does change the length of your string. So you have to take that into account. And what I did in the video that uh, you'll be able to get in the 101 Archer group or on 101.com, archertalk101.com, as well as my YouTube channel. Um, that's in the process of uploading now uh, to there. And you'll see my process of going through that and it, and what it looks like when it does it. And it's it's kind of unique in the way that it uh, forms those little Vs. Um, one of the things that we used to do on some of the bows, don't see it too much anymore, is the bass fishermen, when they make jigs, they have the old skirting material. And I take four three-inch pieces um, for the top and four for the bottom and then wrap them around the string and tie a real tight knot in the center of it. And if you, you don't know, that's it's a flat piece of rubber with like little round round beads of, of rubber running through them. So what you do with them is, is you pull up on them and you cut them and they kind of fray apart. And, they, and you do that to all of them, they'll form little balls and then you kind of turn them down to whatever size you want. And those can be multiple different colors. You know, whatever color you want on those, and that definitely makes your bow unique. Um, you know, some of these real fast bows, you gotta have you gotta make sure you have a good tight knot or the they, they can come apart. So I've had some of those before I learned how to tie a little tighter knots. Um, but there's there there's that that you can do to customize it, put them on there. Uh one of the things that I do is I like to put the string leeches not just on the string, but on the cables. Uh, you know, my my own bow has uh I've got a single cable as well as a uh one with two cams and so it's got the string and the control cable and then the y cable and i put it on all three of them and you know dampens them down uh you know that's something when you grab the bow look at it you know you could have them both the same brand manufacturer not just you're not going to same say in the rest and stuff but that's something that's unique and i do it for uh vibration dampening you know keep the vibration down so that's what i use that for so there's there's a lot of different options um, especially getting and, and doing some of the work yourself, it's it's kind of interesting, um, you know, different things that you can try to to work on your own bow. And, you know, there's a lot of information out there. YouTube is full of uh, how-tos on different parts of, of your bow. Uh, the other thing you gotta look at though is some of the how-tos or how-not-tos. So you just need to make sure whoever you're listening to or watching uh, has some experience and, you know, make sure you test it out before you do something completely weird or strange. Uh, don't go through and it's like, okay, this sounds interesting. So let me go ahead and try this and find out it doesn't work. So just be careful on that. Uh, there's, there's a lot of different things you can do, uh, you know, on, on putting your loops on, you know, you can use a, a camel material. Uh, which I use mostly because I got a big roll of it, but um, they also have it in white. Uh, you can do other colors as well. Um, I don't know how many colors are because I've got so much of the camo and, and white strings that I don't, I don't look at the other ones because I don't have those. That's something that you could do, you know, make it unique. Um, you, you, you've got your fluorescent colors and your, your solid colors, your camo colors and, you know, whatever color you want. I think BCY has, 
you know, probably about 20 different colors of, of string material that you can make it out of. And, and then you go to different kinds of material. You know, so the new stuff is the 452X. And, you know, that that string, I, th I think you use more strands in it so you can make a little more unique uh, color because there's lots, lots more strands. You know, like your 8125, you're not going to use as many strands. I think there's 16, 18 is what I normally run on those. And when you're doing your braiding one, you kind of want them to be even. So you want either 16. Uh, now, if you do 18, that means you don't have, you know, eight full wraps. You've got nine wraps, which means you're going to have one knot on one end and one knot on the other end, which makes your, your colors a little bit different. But that's all uh, what you, you decide you want to do. And it's it's just kind of fun to customize it and and you know your stabilizers your quivers and you know do you want to shoot with your quiver on or quiver off um i shoot with my quiver off my hunting bow i take my quiver off when i shoot when i hunt um when i'm in a tree stand my quiver's off hanging on a peg that's um, screwed into the tree so it's nice and solid to have a receiver so i just flip it off the lever up take it off the bow put it on the receiver on the tree clamp it down and now my quiver is fastened to the tree. I don't have to worry about it being in the way. And what I may not know is with the quiver on and the quiver off, your bow is going to shoot differently. So you want to, if you're going to hunt with the quiver on, then you want to practice with the quiver on full of arrows. Minus one, because when you're hot, you're only going to be down one arrow. So if it holds six, you're only going to have five. So put five arrows in there. And, and do your shooting from there. And that way you can set everything up. You can balance it out, however you need to do to get you consistent uh, uh, shooting. You know, so have fun with it. You know, if you have a different setup, hey, you know, I'd like to see them. You know, what did you come up with for, for a scheme? Uh, what are you doing for them? Um, you know, and if you want a color that stands out in the forest for your fletching, pick pink. Think about it. You have green, you'll have brown, you have oranges, you have tans, you know, all the colors in the fall, you get all these colors. What is pink in the forest? Nothing is <laughs> pink. So it, that's one thing that you could do to your arrows to make them stand out a little bit more. Um, I put a fluorescent uh, wrap on it. So a little LED flashlight picks them up really good. Uh, you can also put, you know, to help be able to see them, you, the, the lighted knocks. Uh, there's a couple different brands out there. Um, I, I used uh, Illuminoc, but there's other brands out there that are uh, probably pretty good as well. So customize them. Make it your own. Uh, you know, when you're doing your, your clothing, you know, there, there's, you don't, they don't have to match. In fact, you don't have to have camo. Uh, you just something to break up your pattern. You can wear a plaid shirt. Um, I see many pictures of Fred Bear jeans and a plaid shirt. Didn't have no camo. Um, you just want to break your pattern and be in a spot where you can't get silhouetted. Now, those that are watching the podcast, you can see on one side of the deer over here is standing up and silhouetted. But you know what? The archer standing over here, he's silhouetted. And if you're in a position where you're in a tree stand or on the ground where the deer would be like down the hill, they're going to see you standing there. Now, if you really wanted to hide, you know, 
this right over here, uh, this tree. If the hunter was in this tree over here and the deer was over here, then the hunter would be hidden. And camel helps in that because it does break up your pattern. If you have the right camel, it can really help you blend into the environment. Uh, that's where, you know, the, the ghillie suits or ghillie suits or however you pronounce them, uh, those work really good. Uh, you know, like your snipers, that's what they're wearing because they do hide you very well. Um, you know, so that's one of the things that you want to look at is like, how can you make it your own? Just do what you need to do to um, make it unique to yourself and do whatever you like to do with it. And, you know, making making strings fine. You know, if you want a string that's unique and different, you know, find somebody that custom makes strings and have them make one for you. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of string makers out there. A lot of them make just, you know, the standard, you know, twisted string. And, you know, you may be able to get one of them that will build you a custom one a little bit different. Uh, I don't see any commercial ones doing three colors. Um, I see them do two, one and two, but not three. Uh, the other thing you do when you make your string, you can pick your colors, but also your end loop serving, you know, kind of traditionally is black, but you have other colors that you can use. Uh, so you can serve with different colors. Your center serving, there's several different colors you can use for that. Um, you know, so you don't have to have a match. You could have different colors. You know, you could have your center serving, you know, like a diamond braid or a blue or a red or something. And your end loops could be a different color. Uh, you can just go wild with it if you want it. Um, or you can make a boring all black string. <laughs> you know, I, I when I was making strings all the time, it's like, well, what color you want? Black. No, you'll pick a different color. Yeah, something unique. You know, everybody does black strings. And, and uh, the problem with the white strings is they don't stay white very well because it picks up dirt and stuff. You know, that's the nice thing about the darker colors, you know, the dark greens and browns and tans and stuff like that is it doesn't get sh as dirty as quick. You know, and then one thing I want to remind everybody, on your string, you want to wax that string. Now, don't cake the wax on because that doesn't help any. You know, put your wax on, you know, put a little wax on. If you're using the stick wax, rub it on there, rub it down with your fingers. Um, you know, that'll rub it in there. Uh, Scorpion makes a really good wax. It comes a little round can with a little piece of leather in there. Take that leather out and throw it away because you don't want to use it. Um, you know, take your fingers, dip it in there, run it up and down on the string and... What the leather will do, if you're not careful, if you're rubbing that string and trying to get that wax in there really good, you can actually get it too hot. You know, the friction in there, you can get too hot and you can actually damage your string. So don't use the leather. It's not needed. Um, it can't hurt your hands. So put it on your fingers and, and work that string in, that wax in that string. And and go from there. I I have some of both. I have the scorpion wax as well as the the old traditional string wax. Uh, beeswax has has been used for many years. So a lot of your traditional equipment are use that. Um, one of the the tricks you know that uh, I learned a long time ago when putting in loops. If you're going to use a loop, is wax that string before you tie the knot. It gets tighter and it stays tight. And if you tie it according to the direction, like PC has the directions on how to tie it. If you tie it that way and you have waxed the string, 
and you put it on and put it under tension, you will not be able to untie that knot very easy. The easiest way to do them is cut them off and tie a new one on. Uh, that's what I've had to do. I've had new ones. It's like, okay, this is not, it's too far off. You know, you can rotate them up and down the string slightly, but if they're off too far, I'd cut them off. It's it's just not worth your time to try and untie the knot, um, especially for, you know, the, the cost of a new loop. And you want to, one thing you want to look at too is watch that loop, make sure it's not wearing. Some of your cheaper caliper releases have kind of sharp edges on them and they will tear up that loop. So watch that loop, make sure it's not uh, starting to fray. If it's starting to fray, cut off and put a noon on it. And, and it's easy to get it back in the exact same spot. So what you do is you cut the loop off on one end, take that knot off and tie that knot and get it as tight as you can, put it back up against the arrow where it was at before and get that one tied. Take your arrow off, take the other end of it off and then tie that other knot, put your arrow back in there and slide the bottom knot up to the top or the top down the bottom, whichever one you did last. And then just, just pull it tight, take your arrow off and um, you know now you're back in the exact same spot. So there's ways you can change those without having to reset everything all up. Now, of course, you still want to take a few shots just to make sure, but you know that's way you can change it without doing that. And and that's that's something you can customize. And you know I have a big roll of material and I cut it four and a half inches. And the commercial ones that PSE sold was uh, four and a half inches long. And I found that works best on just about every release I've ever tried in them. It works. Now, some of your really old releases that have, you know, great big, large jaws on them, they may not work too well. Or if you have knocks that have really long uh, pins on them, but most of those, I don't, I haven't, I haven't run into one yet that doesn't work with that four and a half inch loop. Um, but, you know, your, your system might be a little bit different. Um, so that's where you can customize it as well. You know, do you want a white? loop do you want a camel loop do you want it a different color because there are different color loop materials out there you can get you can get them in several different colors uh, i haven't really looked them up because like i said i'm not into uh, getting more string material because i've got plenty of it now so i don't have to worry about buying any for the rest of my life um so i don't have to you know worry about it so i haven't really checked into that but you know that's something if you're interested you know try it out you know sometimes you can get them um you know on on ebay or amazon or something and other times you might have to go um right to the manufacturer you know i use bcy stuff and they make really great materials so um and sometimes you can get them uh otherwise you may have to go to somebody that can order from them and then order in what you want and you can there are multiple different colors for end loop material uh as well as center serving uh, you can do all that and then different material you use for tying in your peeps and stuff. You know, what you use for your end loop servings is not what you use for tying in your peeps. It's a, it's a quite quite a bit larger one. Um, it's about the same material that you use for tying in loops on recurves and longbows because that's quite a bit thicker. Uh, so then you have, you know, those of you that are shooting crossbows, uh, you know, you can have those customized as well. Uh, there's, there's just so many different ways you can do it. Um, it's just just a lot of fun doing it. So I'm not going to make this too long to be short, but uh, 
I'd like to see what you guys are doing for customizing your bows. Uh, you know, send some pictures of, of how your bow is set up. I'd like to see it. And, you know, what you're doing or customizing it or what you're thinking about doing for customizing it. And, and let's just let's just kind of get some going here of, of what, you know, unique ways. And maybe you have a way of doing it. It's like, oh, that's cool. But let's do it a little bit different, you know, then just make our, our equipment our own. And that's that's what that's what the fun part is, is making your own stuff the way you want to do it. And, and, you know, or having it done if you don't know how to do it, learn how to do it. Like my channel says, learn to fix it yourself. You know, that's that's what we're, we're doing here is, is learning how to fix it ourselves and let's have fun. And that's that's kind of a short one for today. And I just want to get some information out there. And I do have the video coming out. Um, it's in the process of uploading to the YouTube channel on how I made that braided uh, string. Uh, it forms little V's in, in your string as you're look going on the string. And it'd be interesting you know see, see what your comments are on that so once again my name is roy canterbury i've been your host today on archer talk 101 and we're going to see you on the next one we're going to have a guest back on for, uh, for the next one so stay tuned and we'll listen to one of our archer buddies and see what they have to do and what they're saying and and just have fun telling stories that's the fun part telling all these stories so see you on the next one <laughs>